Andrew Pitkin here on your KNEM KNMO update program, joined here by Tyson Bishore as he's the superintendent for the Nevada R5 School District. And Tyson, thanks for coming on in. Uh, thanks for having me, Andrew. Yep, no problem. And we'll just get into a little bit starting off with that first semester. What, what exactly has been going on, I suppose, there for the first semester in terms of uh, how you've been able to work with COVID-19 and how'd you, how would you say that first semester went? Well, it was a learning experience for all of us. It's uh, nothing that anybody had any experience with uh, prior to the school year starting, and that and that includes uh, staff, uh, students, as well as community members and parents. So it was completely new for all of us. I was uh, out reflecting back on the first semester. I was extremely pleased with how well it did go um, just because it was the unknown. Um, our staff did a fantastic job. Our students really did a fantastic job. Uh, and then with the community, and parents just understanding that, you know, we didn't have all the answers for this because it was new. Um, I was very, very pleased with how everything went first semester. Yeah. What has been, if you could expand on the reception from parents and students on how different this year has been, how has that been? Uh, it's been interesting just hearing that the different struggles that different people have had. Um, you know, we always trying to get better we're always trying to look to improve and and to make the process smoother for everyone and so that's something we really had to do uh we always try to do it but it's something we really had to do this semester was listen um to see what was working what wasn't working um and, and then to know that hey we, we just go back and we fix it and and try to move forward that way and so that's what we tried to do and our staff was very receptive to that and, and tried a bunch of different new strategies uh, of things that would work and when it didn't work you know we didn't get frustrated we just went on to that next one okay let's try this um, because it was so new and you've said before too that this has put a pretty big strain on your custodial staff and, and the extra work that they've had to do in terms of being able to wipe things down and sanitize things so what can you say about those folks uh my hat's off to them. I mean, our custodial and maintenance staff, the jobs they've done uh, over the summer and throughout this first semester and now in the second semester is just absolutely phenomenal because it completely changed everything, how we did it at the district level. Um, and so the jobs they've done, how Carpenter, our maintenance director, has been great. Um, but, but all of our staff, I could not be more proud of the effort they've put in. And also in that first semester, a bit of the way through, you decided to require mask use, uh, not only for the, your staff, but also for the students as well. What went into that decision exactly? Uh, conversations with our local health department, uh, other school districts, as well as the state visiting uh, about that. But we just felt we had to do our part um, within our community to, to make sure our community remained safe. And by masking our students, that was one way we could help and not only help at the district level, but help in the community as well and our, our kids have done a great job with that um, it was new and different uh, starting off with and and now it's just normal um, it's not even a conversation piece anymore because it's just something that we all do right now what impact has that had if any on the numbers at the school it's helped. Um, you know, our numbers, we had that spike right after Thanksgiving. Uh, we had a spike, uh, and then the numbers have continued to drop since then, and, and now we're back to where we were at the beginning of the school year. Um, so we're, uh, you know, as far as the quarantine goes, if there's a positive case um, at school, uh, the students, you know, they have the option now of they can remain at school. They can't do any extracurricular activities, but as long as the positive student and the, uh, the close contacts were in masks, 
fast they can be able to be at school. So that's helped our numbers uh, on that end. But every every one of our kids is masked up there um, from at the upper levels. And so it, it's went well. Speaking with Tyson Bishore, he's the superintendent over at the Nevada R5 School District. And Tyson, I'm curious about this semester as well. How have things gone thus far for the first month? And specifically with the teachers who are having to kind of learn on the fly how to teach in a lot of different ways. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been entertaining and interesting. Um, but yeah, this second semester, it's really went pretty seamlessly um, from, you know, we learned so much during the first semester, we're just continuing that on into the second semester. So there really hasn't been any hiccups other than the cold weather uh, is one that we're dealing with now. But other than that, everything's been going very smooth in the district. No doubt. And then also on the athletics department side as well, I, I know that this week has been a bit different, but we won't get into that too much. Just from the different precautions, I talked to David Hawks weekly um, on the wrestling program, on the Tiger Talk program, and, and just the different precautions that are put in at different places. How would you say those have worked so far for what Nevada has put in for their precautions? I think we've done a good job on that end. We're trying to protect not only our kids, but also our, our parents, our fans, and our community members. Uh, it's not something that we like, is not having a full gym, because we know that's an entertainment uh, for everyone. But uh, one of the things we did do was uh, purchase additional camera systems so we can show all of our sub-varsity games uh, online. So they're going to be able to, all of our gyms, the multi, the middle school, and the high school, so all of our sub-varsity games can be seen online now. Now, so people that can't come have that access. Uh, it's not perfect. I know you'd still rather be there. I'd rather still have them be there in person, uh, but we're still looking at what's the best interest of, of keeping our community safe. What's a thing or two that you learned from that first semester that you've applied differently in this second semester? Uh, not a lot, really, because I, I think we pretty much... Uh, had things where we wanted them to go. And so it's pretty much the continuation of that for the second semester. Um, the thing we learned the most is just, you know, it's, it's okay to admit that something didn't work and it's okay to go back to the drawing board um, because we did that frequently since uh, basically last May. Uh, we've went to the drawing board a lot on, on different things. And so that's something we've just really had to understand of, hey, it's okay. We're going to go fix it um, and really listen to what's working and what's not from our teacher's perspective, our student's perspective, as well as our parents' perspective. We've talked about uh, some of your staff, the custodial staff, the teachers, but how about yourself and some of the other folks in leadership as well? How are you all doing in terms of dealing with uh, just the, the weight that this virus provides? Yeah, I mean, it's been tough. It's been tough on everyone. I mean, it's nothing that uh, it's any different for us than it is for anybody else in the community and the state and in the nation. So, um, it, you know, we're there for each other, just like we are with with all of our staff. And, and we just continually check on one another. And, and so that's something that I've seen more so. And we've always had that family type atmosphere in the district since I you know came to the district 23 years ago. Uh, and it's something we just try to continue with. And it's just more communication, more checking in on each other of just how everyone's doing, because it's completely different stress that we haven't had before. Something also that's been on your mind as well as the rest of the community's mind is some of the improvements that might be coming to the school district with the uh, Dake Wells architecture firm. And so where are things at at the present time with Dake Wells Architects? 
where we're at right now is we have uh, two bond issues that will be coming up in April. Um, the, f- the first bond issue is Proposition Kids, uh, which is uh, Keep Improving District Schools. And so in summary, that is a no tax uh, increase. And so that will uh, generate um, 13 and three quarters million dollars at a no tax increase. Um, and things we're looking at doing with, with those funds will be uh, new HVAC across the district and fix the district roofs. So some ongoing maintenance issues uh, that we've got, as well as some improvements to the football uh, field with the bleacher situation and press box. Um, and, and then we're also looking at land acquisition. So that would all roll into that one. The The second one is a proposition new elementary school, uh, and that would be a tax increase of 51 cents. And we'll be able to roll out a lot more information as we get closer to April with all of it. We would be building a new elementary school for grades K through two uh, and, and be able to expand on that in the future of an early childhood or, or whatever else we needed at that facility. Uh, but once again, that's pending. You know, we've got to get the land acquisition first. And so that's why that's part of the first one. And then the second one that we'd be asking the voters for would be a new elementary school that we'd be able to uh, get that built and then be able to shut down Benton Elementary, uh, tear that facility down so it's not an eyesore, and then to be able to utilize uh, Bryan Elementary for some uh, other things that we have in the district to keep it all centrally located as much as we can. Well, I know if my boss, Mike Harbit is listening right now, he'd like to hear that the improvements are coming to that, uh, the bleachers as well as the press box at the football field. Yeah, Mike and I've had a lot of conversations over <laughs> the last 23 years about the press box in general. And, and so that's something we're really hoping to do from a safety standpoint uh, from the, the press box as well as the bleachers. Uh, and so that's exciting for us uh, to be able to have something like that. All right. Well, sounds great. Looking forward to that. And we'll talk more about that in the future as things become a little bit more solidified. But Tyson, anything else you'd like to say as we wrap up? Uh, just once again, just appreciate the support we've had from the community throughout uh, all of this pandemic. It, it's been nice. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things I, you know, Walmart grocery pickups, a great thing. Woods grocery pickups, a great thing and, and utilize those a lot. But when I do go inside, um, you know, it, it's very rare that I don't get stopped from someone anyway. Uh, and the, the outpouring of support uh, for the district and, and everything we've done and, and for the community, uh, it, it's you have to take a step back to really process it all. And so that's something where I'm just extremely proud to be a part of this community and, and what a great community we're a part of, you know, as the district and, and Nevada in general. So I just really appreciate everyone that what we've all went through during this, that we've all come together. Absolutely. Well, Tyson, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's Dr. Tyson Bishore. He's the superintendent here at the Nevada R5 School District right here on your update program on KNEM KNMO. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.